Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a 100-day plan and uh, and how valuable and important this could be for your business, especially starting the new year. Tune in. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast, episode number 165, I think it is now, and um, officially on the on the, on the, uh, the short countdown to uh, the new year beginning, in terms of work-wise anyway, uh, being in the office madly prepping and planning and getting organized because of two days' time, all of my staff come back, um, and I uh, have to make sure, obviously, everything is ready, and for a lot of you guys, it'll be the same, right? If you own a business, then more than likely, you took time off uh, in between Christmas and New Year's. Um, and now you're probably going to go back either tomorrow or the next day. So I hope you've had a great December um, in sales for the business, and I hope you've recharged and um, done everything you've needed to do to, to get ready and prepped for 2021. Um, and if you listen to yesterday's podcast episode, before we do get started, um, I mentioned that what I'm going to do at the start of each podcast is to actually um, read out a review that I've got on one of um, on my podcast channel and um, and tag that person when it gets uploaded onto Facebook or Instagram, where we are. And uh, so with that in mind, I'm going to do the same thing today. And this one is from a lady called Sarah Jane XX. Now, if you do write a review, um, then please make sure you tag, like, you in your review, let me know what your Instagram handle is or your Facebook, um, where your Facebook address is so I can actually tag you in it. And this one is from Sarah Jane XX, and she says, this popped up as the first podcast in line, and all I thought was that's what I needed right now. What an amazing podcast. Thank you. With a smiley face. So thank you, Sarah Jane. Really appreciate that. And if you are... Um, the sort of person who likes to give back, then please make sure after this episode, go to reviews on whatever platform you're on, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, Podcast, whatever it is, and uh, leave me a five-star review, or if you hated it, then let me know that as well, so at least I know what not to do in the future. <laughs> so anyway, with that in mind, though, let's get started with today's podcast episode, and it is about um, getting started in the new year. And for you guys, um, anyone who knows me knows I'm a mad like politics fan. Um, like just totally obsessed with it, especially the U.S. politics. I'm totally obsessed with it. Uh, but anyway, if you don't know a lot about U.S. politics, um, they uh, elect a president every four years. Now, they may re-elect a president if they're already sitting president, or they may get a new president, right? And um, obviously, there's just been a U.S. election in November, and um, the inauguration's due on January 20th. And um, where, there's a tradition with U.S. politics that says when a new administration comes in, they write basically a, they map out a plan that they issue to um, it's a public plan, so it's issued to the citizens of the country, and it's a hundred-day plan. And what it is is a a document that outlines what is going to be achieved within the first hundred days of the administration taking over. Right. So from inauguration date, a hundred days later, what is going to be achieved, and it clearly details like 
we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do that, right? And I think it's like a fantastic tradition to have because of a couple of reasons. Number one, it um, it sets a really clear, it provides a really clear vision of what this administration is all about, right? What this new government is all about. It, it creates a really clear vision. And there's a saying in the Bible that says like uh, something along the lines of. Um, Without a clear vision, the, the people will perish, or something along the lines of that, right? That's just a paraphrase. But um, basically saying that, like, if you don't provide a vision for the people, then they will perish. They will, like, they won't be able to get on board. They won't thrive. They won't, basically, they won't survive, right? So you need to, as a leader, be able to provide a really clear vision of what is to come. The second thing it does is that it provides, a, a like, a prioritization scale. So in terms of like a list of priorities, what is important to this administration. So if you go through this 100-day plan and it's got a ton of stuff about like education in it and, and education reform, then you know that the priority of this government will be around education. If there's a ton of stuff around social justice issues, then you'll probably know that the priority, priority of this government will be around social justice. If there's a heap of stuff around like um, transport or, or infrastructure um, or whatever the case may be, right, then you will know that these are the priorities of the government. If there's nothing about a certain thing, if there's nothing in the 100-day plan about the military spending, like the military budget or changes to uh, military spending, then you'll probably know that mil the military won't be a priority for this government, right? So it clearly outlines what the priorities of this government is. Now, oh, priorities, sorry, are. And, and lastly, what it does is it sets a really great tone of accountability. And so if you... Um, as the president and as a new administration, as a new government, issue a 100-day plan to, the, to your people, right, to your countrymen, and you say, this is what we're going to do in the first 100 days, right, and you don't do it, then that sets a really bad tone for the rest of your, like, for the rest of your governance, because they're going to be like, well, you couldn't even do the things you've said you were going to do in the first 100 days. So how are we supposed to believe you're going to do the rest of the things over the next four years? And so what it does is sets a, like a really great level of accountability, and it forces the administration to really act on the things that they promise. And so with all this in mind, um, every time I sort of hear about this, and every time there's a new like a new election and there's a, a new president elected, um, I kind of get inspired to do my own version of that. And that's what I've done now. Over the last week, I've sat down and wrote a letter. It's a pretty long letter. It's about, I don't know, seven or eight pages or something like that. And it's a it's a 100-day plan for the company that I'm going to issue to my team when they come back on Tuesday. Now, some of the management team have already read it, um, but by and large, the majority of the company have not yet. And what it does is exactly as I just mentioned, right? It creates a really clear vision to my team because this doesn't go external. This is an internal document. It doesn't go externally to a client or anything like that. Um, but it really sets a clear vision for my team about what we are now all about for this year. Like in case there was some, in case there was some confusion about like, oh, are we doing this? Are we doing that? Or like, what are we actually doing here? This letter or this plan will clearly give, will give them a sorry a clear vision and identify exactly what it is in my brain about where this company is headed and what we're about to embark on. Secondly, it will give them a clear list of priorities about like what are the priorities of the company. Is it with the six-week challenge? Is it with our limitless coaching? Is it with websites? Is it with like and we've got a bunch of other stuff up there, um, you know, in, in our pipeline that we're working on at the moment. Like and it will clearly set priorities and all and also like I said we'll also set the deprioritization of certain issues as well because 
they will look at this and go, oh, there's not even a mention of that thing in here. I thought that was like something we were focusing on. And immediately they will understand and recognize that maybe that's, well, not maybe, but that is not something that Billy is focusing on this year, right? And thirdly, it will set a really good standard of accountability, okay? Because I'm saying to my team that this is what we're going to achieve in 100 days. Not that we're going to get started on these things. These are the list of things that we are going to achieve in the first 100 days. And now, and if you actually read my list, it is certainly not for the faint-hearted. In fact, Ali said to me the other day, she's like, do you actually think that this is achievable? And I said, probably not. I said, but I want to be surrounded by the sort of people who say that this is not achievable, but stuff that we're going to achieve it anyway, despite the fact that most people wouldn't think it's achievable. Because that's the sort of culture we have, right, in our business. We, we try to achieve things that other people couldn't or would say is not possible, right? We want to make the impossible possible. And so the list of things that we've created are big, they're bold, they're wild, they're ambitious. But you know what? Like it really sets the tone for the business moving forward to say, this is what we're going to do. This is it. This is the priority. And, you know, come hell or high water, we're actually going to achieve these things. And it doesn't matter whether or not you've got a team of two, you've got a team of like maybe if, you just, if you're just a solopreneur and you work by yourself, like it's something that you could do for yourself even. But if you do have a team, I, I would encourage you to do the same, right? Write a 100-day plan and all you need to do is, the way mine is structured, it just says, hey, um, team, you know, um, an introduction into why I'm writing this plan, um, the reasons why, uh, sorry, the, the, the reasons that a 100-day plan, excuse me, are important to the business, <clears throat> the three things that it'll allow you to do, which is set the vision, have the priorities, and also hold the team accountable. And here is the list of things that we will have achieved by April 9th, 2021, right? <clears throat> and for you, like, obviously, every single business will be different. Some things will be small. Some things will be big. Some things you could achieve in the first week. Other things you'll have to wait, like, three months to achieve. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... Um, by having that and giving that to the team and letting them read it and understand it and then having weekly meetings every single week where you um, run through the 100-day list again and update everybody on where we're at and how we're progressing and are we on track, are we off track, what do we need to get back on track, it keeps people engaged with your business. It keeps them motivated, inspired, excited and, and to feel like they're actually a part of something. And so I guess the lesson for this podcast today is to... Even if you're listening to this in the future, if you're listening to this like in, in February, then set it for like the next quarter, right? If you're listening to it in May, then set it for the new financial year, right? You can set a 100-day plan from the new financial year. You can do this at any time of year. It doesn't have to be at the start of the, year, the new year. Um, it just so happens that the U.S. election falls around this time, and so I always get re-inspired at that time, and it's always New Year's. Um, so it works well, but you can do this at any time of the year, right? And it doesn't even matter if it's any specific part of the year. Maybe you just need a 100-day plan. Maybe you just need to, like, it just starts on the 24th of August for no particular reason, but because your business needs that. And, um, and when, you, when you create a clear vision for your team, you set priorities so they understand what is important and what is not important, and you actually hold yourself and the team accountable to actually achieving those things in the 100 days, then that's a pretty powerful tool, and I would highly recommend that you um, do your own version of this and um, and see what results you achieve. So if you've liked this episode, please make sure you like, share, comment, and go onto your platform and go down, scroll down, and hit the review button. Hopefully, give me a five stars or what have you, but let me know what you think about the podcast. And, uh, and at the start of every podcast episode, like I said, I'm just going to be sharing some reviews, and, um, and maybe I'll call you out and tag you in on social media as well so you get to know that uh, I appreciate your love. I hope you have a great night tonight, and I'll be back tomorrow for another episode of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman official. 
You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.